Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. We want to hear about your irrational childhood fears. The ones that like would, would keep you up at night. You know what I'm talking about? Like things that would like just get into your soul, even though now as an adult, you probably realize we're never going to come true. Right. But as a kid, some of these things could not have been more serious. This is Mix 1065. It's Kramer and Jeff. The Huff Post came out with this article talk, talking about this. Kind of like the things that you worried about way too much when you were a kid. And feel free to hop in this conversation. 410-583-1065. Call us. Text us. I'll give you a couple to start. Okay. If you went swimming right after you ate, that you would cramp up and you would drown instantly. I was mortified of that. Is that not true? Is you might. Okay? I think it upsets your stomach. But, but, I but always, it's not going to be like the end all, no. which it felt like every I, single time. I feel like my mother put the fear of God into me. Yeah. That if I were to even wait 29 and a half minutes <laughs> and try to get into a body of water, somebody's swimming pool. Everyone's all sitting together, shivering, just waiting until just, they can jump back in. We got to wait. I think one time I did go in early. I think I just got an upset stomach was the real truth. So like low key true, but not low the key, end of the world. Low key true. How about that? Was anybody else fearful that quicksand was a major cause of death to a lot of people. What? That Was anybody worried that one day you were just going to stumble upon some quicksand and like that was going to be the end of your life? No. I remember like as a kid, I'd be in the playground and you, it would just be normal play sand. But I was like, how do we not know this is quicksand? I guess if you like just watched a movie. Yeah, I guess like watching Aladdin, you know, and watching like Aladdin go down. You're like, oh, no, that could have been is that, that going to be me? How how would we know the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were just going to sink instantly. Do you have one, Jess, like an, an irrational childhood memory that you just were way too worried about back in the day? That if you drove with the light on in your car, like the dome light, that you would get arrested and you would get pulled <laughs> over by a cop. And so it always had to be off. I had a friend that had that same irrational fear. Like my parents, anytime I would like leave it on, my parents would tell me like, you will get arrested, turn it off. And I never, ever drove with the light on. And when I found out that wasn't true, I was really upset because they made me feel like your whole I would get arrested. It's not, by the way, just so that we're very clear, it's not illegal to drive with your dome light on. But Who for you, that? if that dome light came on it was done turn it off hey mix one six five good morning who's this hi is this me yeah it's you it is you <laughs> hi there hi. This, this is carly carly tell us that irrational childhood fear that you had like you just swore was going to come true and just take you down one day so when i was really little i went to my cousin's house in maine and there were 10 of them so they're like all my cousins like in one family yeah and so they like to play pranks a lot and I was little, and I don't know if you guys remember, but there was, like, green ketchup that came out. I do yes. remember this. When, when, like, Shrek was a big thing. Yes. So, like, no one but me ate the green ketchup because they were grossed out by it. And they literally told me, like, that I was going to turn into Shrek. And I was, <laughs> I was like, and they, they badgered me. They literally to the point where, like, they would color. Like, when I fell asleep, I'm, like, a very hard sleeper. They would, no. like, color my fingers green. <laughs> And when I woke up, I had to wake up and, like, run to the bathroom and, like, rush it off. And, like, it was actually <laughs> insane. So to this day, I, I'm, a, I'm terrified of track. I'm terrified of Shrek and green ketchup. No. How long do you think you – how long did you go thinking you were actually going to turn into Shrek? That whole week, I finally – my mom was like, Carly, why – she's like, why are you so sad? And I was like, Mom, I think I'm, I think I'm going to be an ogre. Yeah. And she, and like, like, don't no, let me no. stay in the sun. <laughs> I, like, I'm like, I was like – and she was like, Carly, that's not true. And then she, like, had to sit all the – because I was, like, literally distraught. 
So I had to like, she just sit everyone down and be like, guys, you've got to tell her that you're coloring her fingers. That's funny. For, for like, honestly, for, and I, I'm still like traumatized by that. Yeah. Whole yeah. No, I, I, I can imagine. And back then you didn't have the internet to fact check anything. Right. So you just kind of had to like hope and that, it would that, make that sense. mom was right. You it know? would make sense at that age, you would think. Dude, I'm going through the text messages. Let me show like pull out a few popular ones. One that I was going to add to the list, watermelon seeds. Who else was mortified oh, that if yeah. you were to swallow even one? I think just any seeds, though. Like, any seeds. And I'm pretty sure my parents played into this as well. Yeah. Which is like, I swear, if you eat one watermelon seed, which, why would you even tell me that? Like, why don't, I don't think watermelon seeds are bad for you. There's, there's no concern, I think, if you eat a watermelon seed. I don't think. I'm no doctor. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's, like, a real concern for that. But my parents are always just put into my head. And there's so many text messages this morning coming in from the 443 and the 410 saying, like, yeah, my parents are all even said it was so scared even if I accidentally swallowed one that it could be years before it even sprouted. Yeah. 100%. Yes. How about this one? Acid rain. Text on the 443. Acid rain. Someone told me every time it rains, there would be a chance of it being acid rain, and it would could even eat through the roof and burn me Who? when I'm sleeping. Who would say that? <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. 410-583-1065 to add to our list. Amber from Columbia, tell us your irrational childhood fear. Um, the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> yes. Oh. Wait, the what? Do you know what the Bermuda Triangle is? Uh, this was a thing, like, back in first... It, were you born, like, in the 80s? Um, 90, yeah. Uh, so... This was like this conspiracy that in the in like in the Bermuda, like down in like the Caribbean, uh-huh. there was like this Bermuda Triangle, and like I, well, <laughs> you, you can maybe describe it better than I can. But planes would disappear. I yeah, like I just thought, like if I went on like a boat there, like I would never come back. What? Like, I would just be like blown away by the wind or something. Yeah. Like, in my mind, like, it was, like, sucked me up into, like, a tornado. No. And we weren't. Wait, where did this yeah. come from? How did this start? I think this is an actual, like, thing. Oh, I think, is the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle not an actual thing? I think it may actually be a real thing, but. I don't know, but, yeah. But yeah. you think, you still think you're disappearing, though. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm like scared to go on a cruise now. No, yeah. stop a cruises, it. A lot of cruises from Baltimore go to Bermuda. And I'm like, <laughs> why would anyone want to go no. to Bermuda? I know. I don't die. Stop it's, it's it. Too scary. Stop that right now. It's too scary. And I think as a kid, too, I think as a kid, too, I was. I didn't really, because you didn't really understand where places were. And so I would always wonder, like, am I heading towards the Bermuda Triangle? And then, like, am I am I in trouble because Amber, of this? you better get on a cruise, I swear. You better go. <laughs> I feel like there's this like this like dark cloud in my mind. Over yeah, me. no, I get it. It's it's it's, it's still it's still kind of terrifying, honestly. Yeah. So, thank you for calling us. Thanks, guys. 410-583-1065. Let me give you one of mine. Do you remember when you got in trouble in school and you were so afraid that you were going to have this permanent record? It was called your permanent record. Yeah. And I was always so scared that if I were to say anything, do anything, if I were to fail a test, if I'd be in the bathroom too long, it yeah. was going to go on this almost like a credit report like for life I, I would have to like carry this weight around me for a lifetime and i think what the most messed up thing about this is when you find out that this fear is not real oh yeah how like be- betrayed i felt betrayed when i found out i wouldn't get arrested if i had the light on in my car while i was driving like betrayed. Shelby from Glen Burnie, we want to know your irrational childhood fear so as a kid, I was terrified of walking over the storm drains, sewer drains, yep. anything like that. Yep. It was like full-on panic attack. My dad would literally just drag me over it and what? make me 
have to go over it, and obviously that didn't help any. Are we, uh, was this because of it, or is this just because you were scared you were going to fall through? Yeah, I was scared I was going to fall through. I, yeah. I was never allowed to watch it when I was little. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I hadn't seen that. I never watched it either, but I always thought it was in there because of the previews. Because of that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we were, oh. weren't we all like a little paranoid like of what was going to happen? Like kind of look in there and see if he was waiting for you. Any, anything with, <laughs> with, with the drain, I think we always felt like a little uncomfortable that could we fall through this some way, somehow, and then never be able to get back up to our parents. I think it's a legitimate, exactly. real childhood fear. My- even my little four-year-old, he's terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, scary. It's, a thing. it's a thing. Thank you for calling it us. Thanks. You guys have a good day. My irrational childhood fear was that if you were to sit on the pool drain <laughs> at the bottom of the pool, <laughs> it would suck out your insides through your butthole. <laughs> is making these up. That's Bria from Phoenix, Maryland. Like, what evil older sibling said that to you, Bria? Yeah, that's, that's mean. That's funny. Who's this? Hi, this is Tasha from Philly. What's up from Philly? You listen to us all the way in Philly? Yeah, I just moved here. I've been here a year now. Yo, what's up? What's up? We're all the way down here in Baltimore. That's that's crazy. You can that's get awesome. us all the way up there. Hey. Uh, no, it's, it's the same everywhere you go. Hey. I'm a Baltimore native now. Yo, we're, we're glad to still have you here. Hey, do you have like an irrational childhood fear? Yes. My aunt my, Bonnie used to say the man in the basement will get you if you do something bad, if you come in late, if you get in a fight in school. So all of the, the nieces and nephews, we were scared to go in the basement forever. I mean, I'm I'm 38 now. I'm literally to about this last year because I purchased a house. If the electric go, I had to go in the basement. So I had my little stick. It was so funny. Why? Why are we? I'm still afraid. I feel like parents did that a lot. Like, no matter what it was, well, you know, the man in the basement or, you know, the, the boogeyman outside under your bed is going to do X, Y, Z if you do this. You know what I mean? Why was the basement always like basements are pretty cool if you think about it. No, they're, they're scary. Cool. They're scary. Why, but what, why? What's scary about them? Because they're dark and they have like the he, the water heater in there that makes weird noise. And like it's like home alone. It's like home alone down there. <laughs> Okay. So Still, even as an adult, we're like, I can't. I don't know if I can trust <laughs> that scared. water. Here. I'm scared right now. I don't. I don't like it. Yes. Thank so you for calling us. We miss you down here. You too. Thank you. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is Melissa from Dundalk Online One. What's up, Melissa? Hello, Melissa. Oh, hey, sorry. It's okay. signal there for a second. It's so all good. a couple years ago, um, my daughter wanted to chew some bubble gum, and we were trying to make sure she didn't swallow it. She was like four, <laughs> and she accidentally swallowed it. So my mom and I told her that she was going to fart bubbles for the rest no. of her life. No, hang on. At four years old, you <laughs> told that poor girl that lie. We did. She cried for like a good 20, 30 minutes. It was hysterical. <laughs> no. we still okay, so now now that we're older, now that we're older, we're adults now. We, you know, we some of us have kids or age to could have kids. Why do we tell kids these kind of things? Like, why did our parents find this so amusing Funny. to tell us that we're gonna if we swallow a watermelon seed that mm. we're gonna you know grow a watermelon or, or whatever? The gum will stay inside your stomach for the rest for of the your rest, life. You're I'm never thinking every time that. I did it accidentally, I would have I would lose it. Your stomach was literally gonna be full of, of yeah. bubble gum if you weren't too careful, right? Yeah. Like, why do you think that exactly. is? <laughs> why? Why though? Why do you think we do that as adults to kids? Why? Who knows? I don't know. I guess because our parents did it to us. You know what? It's trauma. It's trauma being passed down from years of also believing the same thing. Thank you for calling us. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5.
up? Happy Tuesday. Six o'clock club. Hello, Jessica. Good morning. I'm cold. My fingers are cold. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Remember when we first got here? Who's, who's been here since day one? I'm cold. Jess started wearing her North Face, uh, like, uh, giant coat in mid-September. Something that you guys have to know, I have the coldest studio in the building. It's true. 100%. It's true. So I've been dressing for winter all throughout summer, <laughs> but when it's actually cold outside, my studio gets co- even colder when I didn't even know that could be possible. So right now I am freezing. They came in here a few months ago and put in like this, consider it like a window unit, but it's in the ceiling that can temperate control my studio, but oh, just for some mean? reason, I don't know. I don't know. And it's been this way for like decades, apparently. <sighs> yeah. Well, at least you'll never sweat. I That's guess. the good news. I guess. Six o'clock club. What's up? Let's shout you out. Get your day started. Anyone that's awake in Maryland is a part of this club. Like you're just by being here, like you're a part of it. So let's shout you out. Get your day started off right. Text us 410-583-1065. Veronica, good morning. Hope Dope is with us. Jess R and Rob P from Westminster. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Carol from Essex, BTSZ is here, Kathy in Parkville, John the Annapolis Locator, good morning, Clever Kevin, Terrence, Cowboy, good morning, Christine is here, our Bayside Market crew in Rock Hall, Carol the Shuttle Driver, Lou and Glen Burney, Rico the CRNA, and Juan and Million checking in, good morning. Speaking of weather outside right now, so I went to the dermatologist yesterday, mm-hmm. and the nurse that checked me in, she was shocked that I was still wearing shorts. She was like, shorts, really? And, you know, it's almost October. And I was like, I feel like this can still pass a short weather. Oh, no, yesterday was nice. I feel like shorts and a hoodie was nice yesterday. We can still pass. Like, anybody still wearing shorts or have we passed over? Because I think what happened last week was I got really excited. I'm like, it's fall. And it's like, not like 42 degrees outside. I put my hoodie on. Like, I got my pants on. Or it and might be. I don't know. I'm like, man, I don't, I'm not ready for this yet. I still want to rock flip-flops. I still want to rock shorts for a little bit of time, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. I enjoy I enjoy waiting as long as humanly possible to deal with cold weather. <laughs> you know? Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. NASA has officially conducted the first ever mission to intentionally crash a spacecraft into an asteroid. And don't worry, we aren't in any danger here. The mission was to basically test to make sure we would be prepared if a large asteroid were to actually hit Earth. The vending machine-sized spacecraft named DART was launched 7 million miles away at 14,000 miles per hour and navigated to its target using new technology developed by Johns Hopkins University and successfully collided with the asteroid they named Dimorphus, which is the size of a football stadium. Oh, my God. You've had moments like that where you stop and you're like... What? At any point. <laughs> like, like, we think we know space, but, like, what if something just came and hit us? Y'all worried about that? That's just me. It only hits me like once every three months, but I like stop and I'm like, (gasps) I'm not worried about it because we got really cool people working on cool stuff like this. Number two. Australian researchers say that people who drink two pints of beer a day 
are a third less likely to get dementia. The team studied uh, the drinking habits and dementia rates among 25,000 people over the age of 60. And according to this study, the group that faces the highest risk of dementia were non-drinkers, and they were fifth more likely to be struck with a disease than heavy drinkers. So I don't know why they conducted this study, but this is what they found. <laughs> like a lot of studies. We're like, I'm not quite sure why, yeah, but somebody like, get paid. So all right. All right. Number one. So Lizzo is getting ready to take the stage in the DMV tonight, but she might be making a stop at the Library of Congress before her concert. She received a special Twitter invitation from Librarian of Congress, Carla Hayden, to visit and check out their collection of more than 1,800 flutes, which is the largest flute collection in the world, if you didn't know, including President James Madison's 1813 crystal flute. Hayden included a request for the singer to play a couple of flutes, and she included a picture of the collection. And Lizzo replied, I'm coming, Carla, and I'm playing that crystal flute. So if you're in the area, we may be seeing a surprise performance from Lizzo at the Library of Congress at some point today. So jealous of everybody going to the concert. How cute would that be? I hope I hope she stops by. That'd be really cool. Yeah, have fun tonight, by the way. If you go, take pictures, tag us. Love to see it. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Tell me how pressure you would feel if your parents said, before I die, this is one thing I definitely want to do. I think that's kind of sick that you have that information, to be honest. It's a blessing and a curse right now. Mm. It's a blessing and a curse. Today is my mom's 70th birthday. And today? Today is. The 27th. Yeah, today. She's oh, I thought we were celebrating her like two weeks ago. Well, I thought that was her. Okay, so she, that was like the family mo- party. She makes a month out of it, right? As she should. So today is her actual birthday. Okay. And <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> she's, okay. Like, she's like a 19-year-old girl. You know what I mean? No, the I love it. never stop. I love it. So she, uh, in case you don't know, I'm a, a massive mama's boy. Like, I love my mom so much. Her and I actually do a podcast together every day called Certified Mama's Boy. And so for her birthday show, which released today, I was just asking her the question because as I'm getting older, I realize that I'm able to provide my mom with really cool experiences that that I should, as she, as she gets older, like we went to New York together. We went mm-hmm. to Hawaii together. Like I, and it feels really good to be able to kind of pay it back, I guess, for all the things she's done for me, mm-hmm. right? So on her 70th birthday podcast yesterday when we were recording this, I said, what, what's on your bucket list? You know, mm-hmm. you're looking at your future. What's something you definitely want to do before you, you know, before the day comes? Mm-hmm. And this was her response. Listen, is there anything that in your, in your, you know, that you, you definitely want to do? Or do you feel like if you, if you were to die today, which you're not, but. <laughs> Is there anything you would, would want to do that, like, I feel like I could help maybe help you do or that you just want to do by yourself or anything else? Well, I would like to think that someday I'd have grandchildren. <laughs> but, you know, if not, it's oh, okay, too. Because, okay. I know, because I'm happy. Woo. But you asked me, what would I want? Yeah, no, it's because hot in the studio, though. It I'm just very hot. happy. I'm very happy with my life. I mean, she got three kids, though, so you guys got three chances. <laughs> Make it work, she said. She couldn't have said. No, you asked her, and I love her. She's like, I said what I said. You asked the question. She couldn't have said a trip to somewhere. She could have literally been like, let's go to let's go to Greece, and I'd be like, boom, done. We'll make it happen. Yeah, y'all. The one thing she said she wants is grandkids. But there's three of you. So yeah. So let everybody know you you have siblings. Yes. So my my older brother's gay. I don't know if they're going to adopt or not. My younger sister's trying Mm -hmm. to have a child right now. She's married. They just got married. But I felt like sometimes I feel like my mom looks at me and she's like. 
so what what are you providing back to me? You know what I mean? Like, one of you is going to have to give me a grandkid. And I don't really care which one it is, mm-hmm. but if I look at you specifically, you're probably the furthest behind of making this happen. I think you have the least pressure to give her a grandchild. I think the least expectation yeah, to give her a grandchild. Exactly. For so, sure. that, so there's the least pressure on you. I, so that's why you got to keep you got to keep up with these trips. That's what she's expecting <laughs> out it. of you. Okay, that's fair. If you allow your animal to sleep in your bed, that could be one of the biggest mistakes you ever made. Do you know the story? Yeah. Okay. This let's, one's bad. Let's get into it with Today in Dog News. <laughs> Today in Dog News. Yeah. All right. Before we get into this, nobody drink coffee. Yeah. I don't eat right now. No. Like, don't have any food no. that you're chewing. I just want to give you a warning just right now. Take a second. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I love dogs, and I bring you news from the dog world. Okay? Now, just so you know... of people in Maryland, by the way, if you're a pet owner, you regularly put your pet's needs in front of your own. And I understand that. Like, I I have a 14-year-old chihuahua. I love her. I do not sleep with her. Uh, I could. If I could, I probably would. She just has to get to pee a lot. She's so tiny. She can't get on and off the bed. Yeah. I probably would. Until this story dropped this morning. There's a 51-year-old woman in the UK. Her name is Amanda. And she spent three days in the hospital. Why, you ask? Because her dog pooped on her face while she was sleeping. Ew. Why? Like, how did this even happen? Why on her face? You know what I mean? Is what I don't understand from this story. So our friend Amanda just laying down for a casual nap. Right. You know, like Mm -hmm. we all would. And honestly, in that situation, I could see myself laying down with my dog Kiki, just not even thinking twice about it. Right. In the middle of this nap... Belle, her chihuahua, had a um, upset stomach. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. know the kind. Mm-hmm. And it somehow got in her mouth. It somehow got in her mouth. And it made her, like, so sick for hours. And she started having these stomach cramps. She got dehydrated from just vomiting so much. And so she had to go to the hospital. It turned out that her dog had actually passed a stomach bug to her through. Yeah. So she went to the hospital in an ambulance two days later. And then she ended up spending three days just recovering from this. She, by the way, and the dog are okay. Amanda says everything is is forgiven. But she said she might not let her chihuahua sleeps so close to her face anymore. Well, that's Might. what I'm saying. Like, how did how did the chihuahua end up walking on her face while sleeping I, and for her know. to go to the bathroom on her know. face? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm assuming they were just, I don't, it, logistically holding, maybe holding her and then. Or like above her head? Is that what happened? Maybe it was above her head. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just know that this happened. And for those that sleep with your dogs, please just know that this is a real possibility on Today in Dog News. If I am being too picky, I want you to be honest with me, okay? Because my friend is giving me hell for this date that I turned down this weekend. In case you were gone for the summer, I am still single, okay? (laughs) This is now a four-year thing where I've been single post-divorce. And now I'm even starting to, like, question myself. I had a woman reach out to me on Instagram. And by the way, that's always very flattering. It doesn't happen that often where a woman will reach out to me 
And she was very nice. I've listened to the show for a while. I've been looking for a good guy in Maryland. I feel like you could be a great match. She goes, I think you might be a little older than me, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious if you'd like to meet up this weekend. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. You know, uh, Very simple. But I, I can't help but ask the question. How old are you? How old are you? Because mm-hmm. just from her little default picture, she looks... Or she's like, hey, I know you're old, but... Yeah. <laughs> you're like, so how old are you? So I'm like, okay, so how, how old are we talking here? Just yeah. kind of curious. She goes, I'm 26. And I'm like, oh, man. So I'm, I'm 39, mm-hmm. okay? And that struck me and I'm like I don't think it would ever be possible for me to have a serious relationship with someone in their 20s I'm just not in that lifestyle anymore after kind of creeping through some of her stuff I'm like she's going out all the time she's partying all okay, the time okay so you you just looked at pictures you didn't ask her exactly no, like what no, your lifestyle is like no okay. just just from a, a quick glance of the Instagram so you looked at her highlight reel yeah without asking her actually and so I would say you know what I, I to be honest with you I think the age difference is going to be a big deal now I was talking to one of my friends and she's like, man, you're just like, you don't give anybody a chance. You see one thing mm-hmm. or you see that there's a 13 year age difference. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, you were out later than 630. I cannot hang out with you. <laughs> like, I cannot. I'm sorry. I cannot. And I instantly, like, I instantly shut it down because I just, I play out dates later, months later. Yeah. Would this ever be a thing? But for some reason, when I hear a thirteen-year age difference, I just like I instantly put the put the stop on it. Does that feel like I'm being too picky? Should I have said yes and just see where it went? I I do see the point that you're making, but I also don't see an issue with like having lunch with somebody. Like just thirteen just, years just younger because, than me. Uh, you're not getting that. She didn't ask you, hey, can we get married in four days? She was like, would you like to, you know, grab some coffee? Because what if, I mean, what if you wanted to be friends or like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you assumed that she wants to like marry you when like, what if that's not even like what she's trying to do? What if she's wanting to, you know, kick it? Uh, this is Jackie from Columbia. Hi, Jackie. Hey, so I was listening to your story, Kramer, and I think you are not being too picky but have you considered doing something different i i i am (laughs) i'm up for anything literally at this point yes okay this might sound kind of crazy but after talking to my married guy friends they get hit on way more because they're wearing their wedding ring so have you considered maybe putting your wedding ring back on and you know going out to a bar (laughs) oh my god I have not, I have not, I have not considered that. I do think it's in pretty interesting that you bring up that point though, Jackie. So you're saying all your guy friends that are married, they get oh, hit on more that, as a married man versus when they're single. That's factual, by the way. I swear to God, like I had no problem attracting women when I was married. Trust me. It was never like, there was always a woman trying to like sniff her nose around something to see how everything was going. I, Would you literally <laughs> put back on, do you even have I, your wedding I ring? I still have my wedding ring. Uh, Would you put that back on and go out in public like that? Uh, I get it because I do feel like women wouldn't feel as like, oh, here comes a single guy. You know, he's just talking to me because he's trying to, you know, sleep with me or whatever. But then, yeah. Jackie, how would would you take that? Like, put yourself in that position. (laughs) So you start talking to Kramer, has a wedding ring on, and then he's like, JK, I'm kidding, LOL. Like, what would you, how would you respond to that? Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I would I would be fine with it if I were in that position. You, you would know? be okay. 
Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, hold on. So you want to attract women who are willing to be with someone who is taken, and then you're going to be cool with trusting them after the fact of that kind of person? Is that what you're saying uh, right now? Uh, I mean, hey, listen, the old way ain't working. So it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. This is the worst. That's Tupac, by the idea. way. Okay, from changes. And uh, okay, I'll tell you what. Hang on, the phone's ringing. What do you think about me putting back on my wedding ring to see if possibly it's like bait? Ew. Is it? Would it be the worst idea ever? Four ten five eight three one zero six five. This is Becca on line two from Annapolis. Becca, does it sound like a terrible idea? Yes, sir. It does sound like a terrible idea. <laughs> and and give us give us your 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 understanding of this. So, um, I agree with Jess saying you shouldn't want to be with a girl who starts off in that direction. And I think you're right. You need to change it up and do something different. And I know your 13 year age difference with the. One girl that reached out to you seems mm-hmm. hefty. However, I am about to get married to a man that is significantly older than me. And Define yeah, significantly crazy, older. Here we are. Define significantly 30, older. 33 years. Wow. 33 year difference? Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Wow. And like, yep. that You're was allowed never... to be surprised. It's, it's crazy. I know. But if it works for you, then maybe 13 age difference shouldn't be it's so such a freak out for me. That's how this whole conversation started, by the way. It's like it's like a woman. Also, this girl didn't ask Kramer, you know, to, for his hand in marriage. She just asked to hang I out just, this weekend. I just don't want to leave <laughs> anybody. It. I don't want to leave anybody on though that like I just am worried would be a compatibility issue. You I know? guess, that's, but I mean, well, I think that's a you issue. You got to open your mind up a little bit. Allie from Forest Hill. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Allie. Wait, Allie. How old is Allie? So I turned 11 on the 21st. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, well, newly newly 11, a whole other year, and I feel like a lot of knowledge to share. What, Allie, what do you think? Okay, first of all, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Your wedding ring. The, the Institute of Marriage is sacred. <laughs> and, like, you're not even married anymore. No. And second of all, girls who want that, they're, they're, they're like, they're going to be afraid of commitment. They're not going to be able to... Commit. Why was this the wisest phone what do you call we've think, had? So what do you think of Kramer? What does that make you feel about him if he's considering doing this? Like, how would you feel about him if he did it? I'm going to think he's a player. A I'm player? I'm going to think he's an F guy. F guy? Hey, dude, you do an not F-boy. be. You should not know what that means right now. And, and not even way. an F guy, Allie. He's not even. He would be. He would not be considered a man. He'd be considered a boy. An F boy at that. Don't you dare say that, Allie. Okay. She knows. Listen, um, you're way too young to even know what's going on right now. But happy birthday, okay? <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm feeding her these responses. I promise you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Mom. No. There's no no maternal judgment here. There's no maternal judgment. Now, now, now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. After being put on pause for the last three years, Artscape, the largest free arts festival in the country, is set to return to Baltimore next year. But some people are questioning the new dates for the festival. The festival officially announced it's returning next September 13th through the 17th. But typically, the event happens in mid-July. But some people think that it needs to be changed because the festival's new dates fall during the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah. And mm. some cities, some city officials are calling it a huge mistake and it's not, you know, the right thing to do to have it on the same days. 
Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. And just number two. Sorry. And by the way, today's actually the last day of Rosh Hashanah, so Happy New Year to all of our Jewish friends. Number two. Pfizer asked U.S. regulators to expand use of its updated COVID booster to children ages 5 to 11. So if the FDA agrees, they would start getting kid-sized doses of the new Omicron, Omicron-targeted formula when it's time to get their booster. So we should be getting a decision on that very soon. An updated booster is made by both Pfizer and Moderna rolled out earlier this month for everyone 12 and older. And the hope is that these will help combat the expected winter surge. And as yeah. of last week, the CDC says 4.4 million Americans have already gotten their updated booster. I, I have not gotten mine yet. I finally had the health department call me because you said they were going to call me because Jess got her... I got a text and I got a call already. About like a week before I did. So I finally got mine last week. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to get it. I... Uh... Because I am, I am concerned. I think we forget that, like, remember last year it was okay until it wasn't anymore? Like, yeah. during the holidays, like, post-Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. it was like, whoa, wild, therefore. Especially around New Year's, like, most of us had. It. The first time I had it was, yeah. you know, post the, the Christmas holidays. So, I'm going to get it. I just, I just haven't, like, gotten around to it. It just doesn't feel, I don't, I don't feel as urgent this time like I did last time. Like, I got to get it. Got to make sure I'm on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Number one. Just days after Rihanna was confirmed to perform for the Apple Super Bowl halftime show, this will be the NFL's first year of a new deal with Apple Music as primary sponsor of the halftime show replacing Pepsi. The singer was seen leaving a recording studio in New York City. Boyfriend ASAP Rocky was also spotted along with her. So after the announcement of her February 12th performance, which is the first time that she will be performing on stage since 2018, obviously fans are speculating that this means we might finally be getting new music from Rihanna. What do you think? I think I think this is when she'll actually drop the album. Where was her last album? Anti. I think she released that in 2016. I think I need to look that up. But it's been at but least five I think, years, I think right? it was 2016 when she dropped that. It would be a missed opportunity, I feel like, if she were to do Super Bowl and not drop an album. Mm-hmm. kind of feels like those two should go together, you yeah, know? Yeah, But, I mean, as long as I have Umbrella, like, I'm solid. You know Stop me. It. Like Kramer knows one Rihanna song, I love this and one. that's it. I love this. If, I, if she never gives me no song, honestly, like, thank you. Umbrella's as good as we need it, and we're... We're, we're set. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Let's get some life advice. I feel like we could use some positive energy yes. in this day's show. And we're going to turn to a 10-year-old for this. She's a 10-year-old who's really savvy. Jess gets advice with Dear Abby. Mix 106.5. In case you're newer to our show, you may be saying, well, who is this wise 10-year-old? Her name is Abby. Yes, Abby is my niece in San Diego, California. I'm very close to my family, and I have actually was living with her before I moved here. And she likes to tell me what to do. And so now I just ask her for advice about stuff that's going on in my life. And what's happening this week? So I have a friend staying with me, and I'm just a little confused on what is polite when you are hosting a guest and where they should sleep. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. When you have guests come over and sleep at your house, do you offer them your bed? I have a friend that is visiting from out of town and they're gonna be staying at our apartment. And we only have one bed. And I'm wondering, am I supposed to offer up our bed to a guest? Well, uh, I think you should do whatever works best for you guys. Cause like when guests come to stay over at our house, my parents don't offer their bed, they offer our beds. You're right. So whenever anyone comes over to the house, everybody, they offer your guys' beds and then you guys end up sleeping on the floor in their room. Yeah. How does that make you feel? No, I don't like giving up my bed. You've never said that before. Why didn't you say that? 
because my parents are like, oh no, it's just gonna be for a few days. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So no. you think when guests come over, there needs to be like an air mattress situation or making some sort of bed for them in the front room? Like I, I shouldn't give away my bed? Don't give them your bed. Like even if so, why would they want to sleep in your bed? Like why do they want to sleep in your germs? So you think that's weird if other people sleep in your bed? Your bed, your room, they're just visiting. Okay, thanks, Abby. So this, I felt like this was supposed to be an advice segment and it turned into like an Abby venting session. (laughs) And I I had no idea that she felt that way because it's always been like that at the house. Like if if an adult comes over, the kids get bumped out of their beds no matter what. Anytime they like have to sleep on the floor inside my aunt and uncle's room. And she has never, ever said anything like that before to me. But I feel like that does change though, right? I don't think adults should be expected and maybe I'm just a rude adult, but I've never once when I've had a guest come over, I, I've got two beds, but even if I didn't, mm-hmm. I would never, ever offer up my bed. Yeah. Nor would I really feel comfortable. Well, Are you supposed to? I don't I don't think that's the expectation. Okay. I, I don't sure. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like if you For were someone to, who lives in like a one bedroom apartment, because that's it. We only got one bed in the house. You know yeah. what I mean? So now that now that he's here, where's everybody sleeping? I like set. I basically created a bed for, on our couch and like hooked him up. Like anything I had, all super comfy and everything. But he's because, on the couch. Yeah, though. he's on the couch. Because I feel like, wouldn't he want like some space too out there? I I just would feel wildly uncomfortable. I would go in, in and out of my room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Just gonna get my clothes. Yeah. Excuse me. Pardon me. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com.